Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Thursday, April 6th. It is six minutes after 11. This is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So in a recent interview... Alan Dershowitz, who is a constitutional and criminal law expert, he laid out his message to the district attorney, Alvin Bragg. He said, I challenge you to come up with a single case in the history of the New York DA's office in which a person was indicted for failing to disclose on a corporate form the fact that he paid hush money in order to cover up an alleged adulterous affair. Yeah, Alan Dershowitz, of course, he was uh, Trump's attorney during one of the impeachments, probably best known as one of OJ's numerous uh, attorneys. And he is, I think Dershowitz is the most interesting legal person we play because he is such a hardcore liberal, but yet he has enough respect and reverence for law and the Constitution and this country to acknowledge, while I will never vote for Donald Trump, this guy keeps getting completely screwed by the very system that I was taught to respect and revere, and he is willing and able to talk about and articulate what's going on in a way that many other people cannot because he is such a brilliant legal mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he said the big challenge here is that it's not within uh, Bragg's jurisdiction to do what he's doing. And some have predicted that the case may be even thrown out. Yeah, here he is on Newsmax uh, picking apart Alvin Bragg's case. This is worse than I ever thought. Let me give you the underlying theory behind all of these 34 counts. It's basically one thing, and that is when Donald Trump paid $130,000 in order to make sure that Stormy Daniels, who was trying to extort him, would not publicly disclose an alleged affair, whether it happened or not, to his wife, to his family, to his business associates, to his voters. When he paid that money, he had to know that he was going to immediately have to put on the form that he has to file with corporations about how he spent his money, the real reason he paid the money. So he pays the $130,000 to make sure it doesn't come out that he had an alleged affair. And then he has to put the alleged affair on public corporate records. Never in the history of America, since the day Alexander Hamilton paid hush money to cover up his adulterous affair, has anybody ever listed on a corporate form, I paid hush money in order to prevent somebody who I had sex with from disclosing that fact. Okay, so Bragg is insisting that he has the evidence to prove his case, including documents and testimony, all part of the catch and release, catch and kill scheme that he's been talking about. Uh, Dershowitz went on to say, and this was on a different interview. This was with Charlie Kirk. He said, I think that Trump will probably be convicted by a New York jury who voted for Bragg and then voted to get Trump, but it will be reversed on appeal. It will never be affirmed all the way up to the Supreme Court. Yeah, look, I mean, if this gets to trial, it would be very surprising because, again, we've as we've seen laid out the statute of limitations, the fact that they're alleging essentially a federal crime and the charging of a state crime. I mean, there's just so many things that you look at and you say, if this guy were not Donald Trump, would he be being charged for this? And, of course, the answer is no, 
he would not. NDAs get done every single day and no one goes to jail. They're totally legal documents in which consenting adults both come to an agreement and legally put put the terms of that agreement in, in writing so that everybody kn- knows and is on the same playing field. I mean, it is just completely ridiculous that Donald Trump is going through this because it's a completely political prosecution. It's nine minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the LSU women's basketball star Angel Reese said that she rejects comments made by the first lady, Jill Biden, about inviting both teams, the Tigers and uh, Iowa, to the White House after LSU's dominant victory over the Hawkeyes during the national championship game. Uh, She went on to say that she would prefer to celebrate the title with the Obamas. (laughs) She said, I don't accept that. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't accept the apology because she said what she said. So Jill Biden, after the game, invited both teams saying it was good sportsmanship. Sure. And then she walked it back. Saying, well, this whole thing, Casey, is completely ridiculous. It's ridiculous, of course, because, well, Jill Biden, the idea that Jill Biden was inviting someone who didn't win the national championship to the White House. I mean, it is this everybody gets a trophy. Everybody is a winner. No, that's just that's not how it that's not how it works. Everybody's not a winner. Everybody doesn't get a trophy in in life. And so. Yeah, I could see where if you're LSU, you would be laughing at that going, it's ridiculous. But let's not act like people are clamoring to be around you. It's not like, you know, it's just, oh, we're going to go to the Obamas. We'll go into the White House regardless of who the president is or how goofy the first lady is or how goofy he is. That's still an honor. You won a national championship. You've been invited to the White House. People have been doing that for generations. It is an honor. And it really does show the sense of entitlement from this girl that we'll just go hang out with the Obamas. Okay, cool. So Shannon Sharp, he has a show with Skip Bayless. And uh, Shannon Sharp was a long time. He was, I believe, he was a tight end for the Denver Broncos, and he's been a commentator. He worked for CBS for a while. Now I think the show that he has is on Fox. So the show he has with Skip Bayless, they started talking about LSU and Iowa and this ridiculous thing where Jill Biden wanted to invite both people. And we're going to do this in two parts because the first part about this I thought was pretty good where he's talking about how ridiculous it is to invite two people, two sets of teams when one didn't win to the White House. That's the part of winning a national championship. That's a part of our winning the Super Bowl, the World Series, or the NBA title. Guess what, Skip? We get invited to the White House. The losers don't get anything. Mm -hmm. This is not a participation award, and that's what's watered down sports in America. Little Johnny and little Susie get an award just Mm -hmm. because they were on the team, although they didn't win anything. All the teams, if you were in the league, you get a trophy. No, winners get a trophy. That's what life is about. You got to win. Skip, I don't get no get. I, what do I get by sitting at home doing absolutely nothing? I don't get a paycheck. I don't get I don't get anything. I don't get the rewards of winning. And, yeah. she, and she's like, well, give her a break. She doesn't understand. She was in attendance. She was in attendance. She saw what was going on in the arena. <laughs> she knows the backdrop of this story. Okay. I thought that was pretty good. That, that Jill Biden is being completely ridiculous and it's this woke, you know, we got to hug everybody. 
Everybody, they're the best. Inclusion. Inclusion. Right. You're perfect. Equity, right? Equal mm-hmm. outcome, mm-hmm. right? Not equal opportunity, but equal outcome. So that was pretty good. But then, of course, because everything in America, it can't just be the first lady is an idiot and has a leftist ideology. Now, and this is the thing that leftists do. They swallow each other up. We talked about this quite a bit, where it's never enough. No matter what, no matter how much you give them, they must keep eating. It's like Pac-Man. They must keep eating. So we can't just leave it at Jill Biden's ridiculous. The Bidens are ridiculous. You know, woke, everybody gets a trophy stuff is ridiculous. Now he has to turn it into a race Mm -hmm. thing. And he claims that this was about race, that Jill Biden wants Caitlin Clark and Iowa there because they're a predominantly white team and says, well, black people are going to be so upset about this that they that they could cost Biden the White House in, in 2024. In 2016, there was a, it's been out for a long time. They said optics. How do things yeah. look? Mm-hmm. Does Dr. Jill Biden understand how this looks? She white America. Yeah. The losing side mm-hmm. is white America. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? Since the black, since the black, come mm. on, Dr. Biden, mm. you know better than this. Mm. Did you forget who helped put your husband in the White House? You're going to find out a very serious, mm. hard lesson in, tw- in 24. Mm. You'll be like a Kentucky or Duke freshman. You'll be one and done. Mm. Now play with it if you want to. Now, you try to appeal to a certain group that don't give a you-know-what about your husband, that every chance they get, you see how popular you are? Mm-hmm. You see how popular your husband is? Yeah. I tell you what, he'll drop another 5% if he do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll drop another 5%. Okay, so Jill Biden didn't technically apologize. She just kind of walked back her initial comments. But Shannon Sharp is saying that Jill Biden is going to lose the White House for Joe Biden. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. While Jill may not be saying wonderful things or may have put her foot in her mouth and gone out on this inclusion ledge, it's going to be it's going to be Hunter and it's going to be Joe Biden or even Kamala or Mayorkas who lose the White House for Joe Biden? It's going to be his own policies that do it. But isn't that wild that race is such a dominant? Everything in our culture now is race. She didn't invite Iowa to the White House because they're, the best player is white. She invited them because the left believes in this everybody gets a trophy society. And they believe that everybody should be, like you said, in- included, mm-hmm. and there should be no winners and losers, and we should pat everybody on the back. Hey, you tried. That's all that was about. Nobody dislikes the Bidens more than me. But there's not a hint of racism or racist or anything. But that is right where he goes, which is, you people did this because they're white, and and black America is going to make you pay for this. Mm-hmm. Because you had the audacity to invite someone because they were white. No, we just invite them because we're weak and woke. No, you did it because they're white. This is my point. All the stuff we say here, Casey, it's never enough. You will never make some people happy. And this should be a total lesson to people who think appeasing the left or giving in or bending. It will never be enough because liberalism involves never being able to be happy because you always need to be aggrieved or offended because you always need the government to be the arbiter or the step in or the the decider. This is how it works. You just heard it from him. You can't get any more liberal than the Biden administration. Mm -hmm. 
He sounded very much like an angered mom who would say, I brought you into this world. I'll take you out. (laughs) He said, we put you into the White House. We'll take you out as well. Do not try to appease these people because they will never, ever, ever be happy and it will never be enough and they will never actually like you and they will always just keep demanding more and more and more. Now, it is very funny to watch the shoe be on the other foot here, but lesson to everybody hearing our voice right now. Don't ever give in to these people. 17 after 11, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And we were talking about one of the Kennedys who threw his hat in for the presidential race. And now another Kennedy. This is interesting. And Brooke Shields, huh? Yeah. So it turns out Brooke Shields went on a date with John F. Kennedy Jr. years ago. Mm -hmm. And... It got a little wild. Yeah, we'll get into it coming up from 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. When St. Jude opened in 1962, childhood cancer was considered incurable. Since then, St. Jude has helped push the overall survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. St. Jude won't stop until no child dies from cancer. Join me today in supporting St. Jude by calling 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 to become a partner in hope. Your gift to St. Jude could last a lifetime. Two minutes after 11, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC trending this morning. That guy, Travis Tritt. He's tweeted out saying he will be deleting all Anheuser-Busch products from his tour hospitality rider. He says he knows many other artists are going to be doing the same. Now, a tour hospitality rider, that's like the van or the bus Mm -hmm. or whatever they use to... Yep. Go around on tour. Yeah, yeah. When they come in concert, they demand certain things. Uh, you've probably heard stories about, who was it, J-Lo or somebody who wanted only green M&Ms or oh, something like that. Yeah, when right. they can get ridiculous sure. on their rider. And uh, apparently Travis Tritt has always had Anheuser-Busch products, but he will do that no more. Also trending is Magic Johnson. He was on the Today Show this week, and here he is answering questions about buying the Washington Commanders. Went right to it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, our bid is in. We hope that... Uh, we win. We yeah. don't know what's going to happen. You always win. That's it. <laughs> always win. Yeah. Oh, so, that's, so now you just have to design some new uniforms. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. So we'll see what happened with Mr. Snyder making that decision. So, But we're excited about it. I mean, you own a lot of teams, but at NFL, I mean, that would Well, that's the last thing, right? Yeah. We have the Dodgers. We have the Sparks. <laughs> have LAFC, yeah. soccer. Yeah. We won the championship this season, so that was great. Wow. So we'll see what happens. Cookie and I, we love sports. So he put a bid in to buy the team. And then what happens after that? They just wait to see if it's accepted? Yeah. So there are multiple people interested in the Washington Commanders football team, formerly Mm -hmm. the Washington Redskins. Dan Snyder has been, who owns that team, has been the subject of all sorts of congressional investigations, league-wide investigations. They really don't like him. They want him to go away. He's on the team, I think, since 99. And so now they have supposedly put the team up for sale. It's been somewhat shrouded in mystery. There hasn't been many public acknowledgments of what exactly is going on, but apparently multiple 
people who are more wealthy than us have uh, <laughs> have toured the facility, have been and received all the financials, yeah. and have made bids for the team. And this group with Magic Johnson mm-hmm. is one of multiple very wealthy groups of people who have put a bid in to buy that football team. NASA has announced the crew members of the Artemis II moon mission. It will launch astronauts to the moon for the first time since the final Apollo mission, which took place in 1972. And here's your vice president cackling about that. I just spoke yesterday with astronaut Glover. Do you guys know who he is? <laughs> He's about to go on the Artemis II mission to circle the moon. I just talked to him yesterday, right? Isn't she a lucky lady? She just talked to him. What is funny about that? I don't know. I mean, is that a, is that a nerd? What do they call that? A tick? Or yeah, a, a nervous laughter. A crutch or mm-hmm. whatever they call it. Like that is a nervous thing she's not doing it because it's actually funny but that's just her go-to whenever she is yeah (laughs) yeah okay so the nasa astronauts are christina koch victor glover who she was talking about reed weissman and also canada's jeremy hansen they've been selected for a 10-day lunar flyby mission it's going to take them farther from earth than anybody in human history has ever flown the crew is going to begin an 18-month training segment, and Artemis II mission is targeted to lift off in November of 24. And finally, trending this hour, Uno Gold. Oh, our buddy. Yeah, Kevin's got an April 15th date. He's playing the Orbit Room in Bloomington. Road trip. The Orbit Room mm-hmm. sounds like something untoward is going to happen there. Mm-hmm. A- anybody who gets out of the Orbit Room with their life feels very fortunate, Kev. <laughs> you going to pass out stickers again? Um, all, all kinds of merch. <laughs> it is 11.26. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And he kept saying, I looked like his mother. That's yeah. what Brooke Shields said. <laughs> she revealed that she declined to sleep with JFK Jr. after their first date. And it was the best kiss she'd ever had. Yeah, so she was on Howard Stern the other mm-hmm. day and I saw this and I thought, man, think about John Kennedy Jr. obviously lost his life tragically, very young age uh, in, a, in a plane crash, but what a life that guy probably lived while he was mm-hmm. living it. And mm-hmm. uh, the story from, from Brooke Shields is pretty interesting. We did. We went out. I oh. was invited with the family. Um, he kept saying I looked like his mother, which was really interesting and a compliment, (laughs) but it was also like, I don't know how to feel about this. And then we did have a real date and I wouldn't sleep with him um, because I just, I kind of loved him too much. Where can he take you? You're two of the most famous people in the world. Well, first we go out to this bar pub with the rest of his family. And so like everybody's just drinking at the bar and there's bar fights and drinking and and he's like you want to get out of here and i was like uh yeah i do want to get out of here john (laughs) kennedy (laughs) and i was does he take you in his car to um, uh we had to take cabs around everywhere because he didn't have a car there and we went back to this like chalet hotel that he was in um like can he he like kissed me and it was like the best kiss i've ever had in my life and i was like it was it was not disappointing Oh, beyond not disappointing. Just, he's just, the, the lips are beautiful and the face is amazing and the body and the person. And he's just, and he was down to earth and funny right. and irreverent. 
I just keep thinking of the Seinfeld episode, JFK Jr. <laughs> she was the queen of the castle, though. <laughs> Master of her domain. Yeah. Did not fall for his charm. Yeah. JFK Jr. That's a lot of uh, willpower. Yeah. I don't know a lot of women. Would you have been would... able to say no to John F. Kennedy Jr.? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. At least you're honest about yeah. it. Thank you. We appreciate that. It is 1129. We're going to get to your voicemails coming up next on 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. Here we go. It's time to hear from you at 317-684-8444. If you'd like to contribute with your questions, comments, or smart remarks, Rob has a wonderful time going through all of your calls and selecting the cream of the crop. Yeah, so just remember, if you're thinking about what should I say, what should I talk about, it is my job to pilfer through the voicemails. <laughs> so uh, you're playing to an audience of one. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, we had to steal a phrase from Hammer and Nigel. We had a lot of legal stuff mm-hmm. that we were talking about. And one of the things, we really the center on, you got called to jury duty. I got summons. Yeah, you've got to call that number and you've got to figure out a time you're supposed to go. And I still haven't done that yet. I have, I have two weeks, 14 days to do it. You may indeed be a member member of the jury deciding someone's fate and so uh, got a lot of calls about that but one of the things that we had posed the question to is what happened to the juries during COVID Mm -hmm. did they have to go in person were they just remote if they were remote did you have to sit in a specific room because uh, you're a juror and if you're at home you know your cat's running around or your dog's barking or your baby's crying or you know whatever it might be you gotta oh sorry i missed that key piece of evidence there because <laughs> you know i was picking up my door dash mm-hmm. so what happened to the juries during COVID? somebody called about that hey kendall and casey you guys are talking about the courts during COVID and whether they did jury duty i believe all the courts were closed during COVID, so therefore there were no um, juries being sequestered and or selected during that entire time because the courts were entirely closed. Thanks. I love you, show. Bye. Okay, but there were, there were like, there was no, there was no crime during that time. Nobody left their house. Well, I see what she's saying. So maybe because judges were engaged in civil matters. I know about I, I know judges were in, were engaged on, on that so maybe it was a thing where there weren't any criminal trials or tri- or civil trials that would have involved a jury of some sort and then just things if there was a bench trial or something of that nature was allowed to continue okay maybe that makes sense they were possibly delayed yeah no I, yeah I think you're right that yeah okay all right I'm good with it. So That's we'll it. never know if it was Mr. Green with the rope in the library. <laughs> that was All just right. put on hold. Whole bunch of people wanted to call about you going on the jury duty. So we got uh, several of them. Let's just start rolling. Hey, guys. Um, I did get uh, selected for or call for jury duty uh, exactly two years ago during COVID. So they were bringing you into the courtroom downtown. Well, this is when they were downtown. They're no longer... Uh, downtown, they're over by Twin Air now. Um, but they canceled everyone that was called up at the same time as I was because they uh, caught the deal 
with the um, defendant, and he plead. So fortunately, I did not have to go. Anyway, thanks, guys. Bye. So we have two callers. Well, there's a conflicting They're contradicting each other. Yeah. His, his his was thrown out because of a plea bargain. And well, that's what I've heard. They call everybody in a group and like, if you're number one through 40, yeah. you're dismissed. Sure. Okay. So some cases were going, some weren't. I don't know. <laughs> but if, if that guy was on a jury, I feel like the first person who called may have just been talking out of her ass. <laughs> Look, I'm going to show these guys how smart I am. The second guy was actually called. He was on a jury. So I'm, gonna I'm go with- sure he had to go. He had to wear a mask. And show up. Okay, so here is the thing. We have tens of thousands of people who listen to the show every hour. And thousands who listen to via the podcast afterwards. If you were on a jury during COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, I guess, define during COVID. In the year 2020, if you were on a jury, let us know. We want to know. 317-684-8444. 317-684-8444. We don't want to hear what you think. We don't hear what you want to hear what you heard. <laughs> if you were on a jury. You're only going to keep it to 2020? Yeah. Because I the, feel like 21. But the state kind of opened up. Did it? Some semblance. By, oh, yeah. You weren't here, so. Because Michigan was still shut down. Yeah. It seems like towards the start of 2021, things kind of started opening back up uh-huh. again. But we got limited at some point. Because if you say during COVID, well, that spans the better part of three years so (laughs) okay 2020 in 2020 i'll even do this if you were on a jury before may of 2021 how about that casey Uh, that that fair that that gives us a year yeah all right a good year uh casey before we get to this next phone call i have something very important to are we going to talk about the masters because i have a question well i just wanted to point out also the food that everyone laughed at me when i told you earlier this week Mm -hmm. that adrian moronk Mm-hmm. was the pick mm-hmm. at 350 to 1. <laughs> I got a tip on this guy from uh, a co-worker mm-hmm. and um, it, right now he is one shot off the lead. Uh, he's 200 par. Yeah. So everyone who was laughing. You're looking good. Now there's a 10 waiting for him at some point and based on this next shot I just saw him hit it may be this hole but for now for now, we're feeling very strong about our Adrian Moronk at 350 to 1 which would be the greatest accomplishment in the history of sport if how's someone were to win. How's John Rahm doing? Well, he double bogeyed the first hole. And my favorite thing about John Rahm, John Rahm has a, what we like to call a short fuse. <laughs> and he is not afraid to uh, like wear his... Ab- <laughs> what? What? what were, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm still pouring through. Okay, he's yeah. There's no way he's that bad. All right, he must be one. I think he's one over. So you're. I mean, not out of it, but it, d- double bogey is not an ideal way to start the tournament. I I have to ask you about uh, terminology. Oh, he's even. Oh yeah, you got right terminology back. when it comes to golf because I was having this argument last night when you say breaking 100. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. Because what do you mean? I realize in golf, the goal is not to have a lot of strokes. Yeah. The lower number of strokes, the better off yes. you are. But when you say break 100, to me, that sounds like you want to have 
over 100 no, strokes. No, no, no. No, break means what, what you want to beat You break the 100 ceiling, you're going to 101. No, 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 no. Break 100 in golf means under under that number. I realize that, but I, I, I it doesn't make sense. Well, newsflash, Casey, you are not the target audience of golf. <laughs> I hate to break that to you. Have you heard about the food, by the way, at the Masters? It's being compared re- relatively very cheap yes. compared to other things. No kidding. The, the famous pimento cheese sandwich, only $1.50. What? The egg salad sandwich, only a dollar fifty. What? Beer only five dollars. No way. Whereas at NFL stadiums, you know, a beer can be ten bucks. They're saying that every item on the master's menu, you can get it for less than seventy dollars total. No kidding. Yeah. So you could go eat your heart out. Of course, I know you don't have a ticket, but yeah. if you did, well, they have, you, have designed this menu with the Rob Kendall budget in mind. Well, but have you seen what it costs to get into the Masters, Casey? No. If you can't get a ticket. It's it's sold out every year and people have had these seats for generations. It's like Green Bay Packer tickets. But uh scalp tickets can go for well over a thousand dollars so i guess they feel some sort of obligation Mm -hmm. if you spend a thousand dollars on a ticket we'll give you a cheap pimento sandwich here's an egg salad sandwich for a dollar fifty by the way remember when this day started i told you tiger woods had as much chance of winning this tournament as i do yeah and you said well you're gonna feel really stupid if you're wrong And I, yeah, gee, what would I know, Casey? I just sit around and watch golf all day. My second job is just in the industry. So what, How's he doing? What about, he's two over through five. It's not good. <laughs> he's going to struggle to break 80, all right? Okay. Uh, oh, there he's going to break 80. There you there go. go. I did that just for you. Okay, thank you. Uh, do we have one more phone y- yes, call? Yes, actually, we have a couple more calls okay. here about the, about the jury duty. Let's, uh, get to let's roll through those. At the end of your show on Wednesday, talking about Casey's jury signs, and I have a story to share. About 25 years ago, I was uh, got a letter saying to re- I needed to report for jury duty. I did so. I waited several hours, was called up into the jury box, and before I was called, I was listening to other potential jurors answer questions from the prosecutor. And the questions were, do you have any strong feelings about interracial relationships? And everyone up there said no. And I thought, what? And they, the next question was, or another question was, do you have strong feelings about homosexual relationships? And it, everyone up there said, no. And then the third question was, um, do you have any strong feelings about gun control laws? And everyone up there said, no. And I thought to myself, you people are either lying through your teeth or you're complete idiots. And do we want people of either type serving on the, a jury? So I got up there, and they asked me all the same questions, and I said, yes, I have strong feelings about all of the above, but that doesn't mean that I will be biased in my response to the situation. I was dismissed. Mm. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Okay, so the tip there is be polarizing. Go to well, the that's extreme. Well, we, that's what we told you. Yeah. There's n- and there would be nothing more polarizing for you, Casey, mm-hmm. if you are very clear up front, I work with Rob Kendall not <laughs> until noon each day. You want to get out of it? That's yeah. you wear your MAGA hat. Right. And just say that and you'll can be- I, Can I borrow your Ron DeSantis hoodie? <laughs> you will, my friend, be home in time for lunch. Okay. Do we have one more? Uh, we do indeed have one more, uh, one more call. Just pretend you never got the letter. <laughs> no one can prove that it ever showed up to your house. Oh, except for we've been broadcasting it. Oh, darn it. Why did I mention this? That would have been the plan all along. Shoot. Oh, well. Well, I'm going to fill out the questionnaire on Sunday when I pay bills. So I'll let you know.
how that goes. I don't think anything will come of that. All right, we got some more voicemails uh, not related to you serving on uh, jury duty. Okay, we'll get to those coming up. It is Kendall and Casey, 1142. It's 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. St. Jude treats children across the country and around the world, regardless of color, creed, or financial capability, because they're committed to love and care for their neighbors. Join me in helping St. Jude give every child with cancer the chance they deserve to survive. Together, we can save more lives. Call now to become a partner in hope. 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. 46 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and we continue on with your voicemails at 317-684-8444. All right, so somebody called with a question that we have asked um, now for many months. We were told during the president or the election last fall, whether it was Diego or whether it was Todd Young, for those of us who were not voting for those people that well we didn't have a choice but to vote for those people and if we just voted for those people then the people who were telling us we had to vote for them would hold them accountable and well thus far we've seen todd young continue to do the todd young stuff teaming up with the democrats to add trillions more to the national debt we've seen diego hire his brother-in-law and um so we some guy called and said when does the Accountability Holding meeting of account start <laughs> for these Republicans. Mm-hmm. Hey, last fall you had different people on the show who said it'll be really bad if any Democrat wins, so make sure and vote for the Republican. And if they don't do what we want, we'll be sure and hold them accountable. Now, I don't know how to hold them accountable after giving them my vote, because that's about the only thing they can't take from me by force. So I'm curious if any of those people have any ideas for me on how to hold them accountable now. None. You can't. And that's the case we made last fall. They never get held accountable. We were told that about Holcomb in 2020. Well, yeah, the mass mandate is terrible. And, and, and yeah, shutting down the government is, is terrible. And, yeah, closing or shutting down society by the government is terrible. And, yeah, closing the businesses is terrible. And, yeah, VIP meet and greet with Malik Muhammad is terrible. And, yeah, all the taxes before that are terrible. And, so you're not voting for Holcomb. Well, I can't risk having a Democrat in there, but we're going to hold him accountable. Mm-hmm. All those legislators who ran in 2020, vote for us. We're going to stick it to them first to 2021 when we get back in there never do anything the only opportunity you have to hold someone accountable is at the ballot box if you are you are a fool if you think anyone is going to hold these people accountable after they get reelected and why do the republicans behave the way they behave in this state because they don't fear you right they are not worried because about- of that very thinking. I've, I've got to vote Republican because I can't have a Democrat yep. in there. Then they know. And why do you think that the Indiana General Assembly has leaned so heavily into the culture war the, this past session? Not because they want to or are passionate about it, because if they would have, they would have done this stuff a long time ago. They've leaned into it. Because they want to showcase to you, yeah, we are 
we are totally abusing your finances. We are taking money from you like it's going out of style, and we are wasting it on stupid stuff. But what choice do you have? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't want your little kid being taught sex in kindergarten, do you? You don't want 13-year-olds being changed from men into women, do you? These people down the street from us, Casey, are maniacal. And they know exactly what they're doing. And if they're doing, air quote, the right thing, they're not doing it most of the time because it's the right thing to do. They're doing it to create wedge issues in which it is a reminder to you, you don't have a choice no matter how much we abuse your money because you don't want this. If you vote for these people, you are giving your consent to the bull crap they're going to pull. That is why the overwhelming majority of my ballot is left blank. And I can tell you there's not a single person I voted for last time that I it, that is currently abusing my finances. Yet is your only shot. If you vote for these people, they will continue to do it. Don't call this show and be upset about it if you vote for these people. So your vote is one way you can hold them accountable. I do have one other option. Yes. It's a little bit more intense. Oh. Run yourself. Absolutely. And this is going to be the challenge. The only real time that this happened was in 2010, 2012, when the Tea Party movement was going on. A whole bunch of regular people who had not otherwise been involved before got involved and ran for public office, and they won. And for various reasons, the population got older, the people were involved. I think the Republicans didn't, by and large, live up to their... Um, promises that they made to people, that Tea Party movement kind of subsided or went away or whatever you want to call it. And because it, it's deflating, it's deflating to put all sorts of effort into candidates and then watch them not follow through on their promises. Mm-hmm. And so that will be the next challenge will be this next election cycle through for the state house and the state Senate to get to challenge every single incumbent Republican. Even if it's a bad challenge, make them play the game. Make them earn it because they don't deserve it. They don't like you. They hate you. Look at you don't do to other people's money what the Republicans in this state do to your money every single day if they liked you or had any respect for you. And for some reason in this state, we like to be disrespected. (laughs) And I am hopeful that maybe 2024 will be the year where across the state people will say we've had enough of this. And and we're not saying, well, it's a Democrat or Republican thing. It's we're going to beat these people in primaries across the state of Indiana. Just look what they're doing with property taxes. They've known this is a problem and for a year sat and did absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah that's, you're just right. gonna, that's just going to continue. You're right. 100%. Uh, okay. Somebody called, quite a few people called, but we'll just play one of them about uh, this Dylan Mulvaney mm. character. Yeah. Okay. Hi guys, this is Trucker Greg. I just wanted to say I've been listening to you guys, you know, every day. Um, I just one thing that really upsets me, and I, I just this whole Dylan Mulvaney thing. I, I just, you know, I I don't understand it, and I I just I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be mean or facetious, but I, I was wondering what are all the female, all the feminists, all the all the women that have fought for equal rights, and I know, I know, Casey is just, you know, she, she is, she's just one voice, and I, I just don't understand why nobody else is speaking up against a man saying that he's better, he's a better woman than a woman is, 
it, it just doesn't make sense. And I, I just want to know where all these all these so-called feminists are that have complained over the years. I mean, where are they? It's like they're invisible. They disappeared. I don't know. I mean, I, doesn't, doesn't it bother them? Anyway, love the show. You guys are great. God bless you. Uh, hope you have a, a, a good rest of the week. I think more and more women are waking up to this. But what are they going to do about it? It's interesting you say that. I'm meeting with somebody today when oh, we get off the perfect. air. And we're going to formulate I love a plan. It. You broads are going to get together and have some brews. And <laughs> you're going to go get your wine at the local bar that no, serves the gummy bear No, shots. we're not doing that. But here's the thing. I think more so he's getting his name attached to more and more products yeah. that women use for example Kate Spade Ulta Beauty uh, CeraVe Crest Instacart and of course we we heard about the the Bud Light yes and the more this is happening the more it's in our face which is going to anger more and more people Casey before I close our show today I have a very important announcement for our audience and as we wrap up our show today, I would like to point out that as we close, now who knows what will happen until we meet again here tomorrow, but as we wind down and say goodbye to everyone today, that mm-hmm. Adrian Moronk <laughs> finds himself just one shot back at the Masters at an incredible 350 to 1 odds. He's currently tied for third place at two under par. What hole? Uh, he is going to the 12th hole. Oh, so a couple par five still looming if he can get over the water here at 12. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe tomorrow we'll be able to share in this joy that I have felt this morning <laughs> as my 350 to one long shot. <laughs> oh my gosh. What are you going to do with your 85 bucks if he wins? <laughs> I love Casey's already cashing the check. Right. Well, he's not going to win, but um, I'm just, like I told you, my goal out of the five underachievers that I picked, I picked all long shots, 130 to one or greater, yeah. which means these people have basically no chance, is that one of them would get me to Saturday near or atop the leaderboard, and that would get me two days worth of enjoyment for $2. Is this how you plan on spending your Easter in front of the TV? Well, I will go to church, <laughs> and uh, we will listen to Micah, mm-hmm. and then we will make sure we are back in time to see the leaders tee off. I think it's at 2.30 on Sunday. You think? I think it is. You know exactly when it uh, is. That's usually when it is, unless uh-huh. it is, unless it has a change. But no, we will have some play-by-play for you tomorrow. I think the audience gets really invested in our personal lives, Casey, and <laughs> well... Let's face it. This is all I have to do with my time. Uh Uh-huh. So will you be coloring eggs or potatoes this year? Uh, Will I be what with who? Coloring eggs or potatoes this year. Oh, do you still do that in your house? Color eggs? Yeah. No, I haven't done that. When was the last time you did an Easter egg hunt? How old was your daughter when you pulled the the plug on the Easter egg hunts? I don't even, I couldn't tell you, but we used to do them year-round. It was like hide and seek. She you loved, used to deer them, do them year round. So, yes. like for Valentine's Day, honey, go find the Easter eggs. Or just a random Wednesday, she would say, "Dad, dad, egg hunt." You're lying. No, I'm not. I'm not. She loved it. We would hide so eggs. For it was thanks- more like it was more like a hide and seek thing. So for Thanksgiving, instead of turkey, you had Easter eggs <laughs> hidden around the house. Sometimes. Uh, by the way, we're gonna go right as he's gonna hit this last very important shot. Please. All right, you ready? Let's play by play. All right, uh-huh. teeing it up. Short little iron over the water at 12. <laughs> Ball's in the air. Yeah. It's like it's going left. Okay. It's coming back, maybe. Oh, oh. And it's on the green. There we go. 
thank you, Rob. Good job, Kevin. And thank you for listening today. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 